Hello, it is Tea with D. We're back for yet another blog. And today we're going to talk about 10 things that truly confident women do differently than the rest of us. So, have you ever met a truly confident woman? I mean, really and truly confident. How did you dress? How did you recognize her? How does she look, speak, act? What kinds of energy did she exude? How did she make others feel? Can you tell if it's really her who's confident or is she giving a performance of confidence? How can you tell? And if you can think of a woman who is truly confident and maybe it's you, in which case, fantastic, would you say that this woman is truly confident in all aspects of her life or in only some. So is there a pattern? Is it like small group and large group? There's different confidence levels there or personal and professional or interactions with males or females or young or old, that sort of thing, right? So these are important questions. Why? Because how you answer them tells you a great deal about you, not them. Gotcha. Think about how you answered. Did you say she was always stylishly dressed? Or did you say she was always uniquely dressed? And what is the difference between those two for you? Because it's not actually a defined thing, right? It's a perspective. And then what about how she made others feel? Did you think comfortable or safe or energized or confident or motivated or understood? And what does that tell you about what you believe confidence's effect will or should be on others? Oh. How about if you thought about a specific confident woman and you realized that she was confident in large groups and with men, but in small groups with women, she's completely at sea. What might you deduce about the situational nature of her confidence, the authenticity of her confidence, the motivations or larger culture around her particular style of confidence? And in answering that, ask yourself, why do I think feel, believe these things, how many are fact versus opinion? And how does my perspective color it all? So you see what I mean? You're learning more about you than you'll ever learn about the other person in this process. Which to me begs a very interesting question. If you were a truly confident woman, what would that even mean? I took it further, of course I did. So I, I posited the question, if I was a truly confident woman, what would I be able to say about myself? So I generated a 10 point list that you'll get to see in this blog. And it was based on everything I'd seen, read, learned, experienced, observed, researched, and so on through all my years of doing my work. Okay. I had assumed when I asked this question of myself that I was a truly confident woman, though I hadn't gotten far enough to define what that meant. Clearly, I felt I must be one. So 
I got my list. And then truth bomb hit. So reading my list was humbling. I discovered that while I have spent a very long time helping women find and build confidence as part of my coaching, writing, speaking, blah, 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 um, I've not been always able to practice what I preach from the deepest part of me. So I was damn close in most respects after years of work. I mean, it's not like I was born like that, but God, no. Um, but if I was being totally honest with myself, I wasn't quite there yet. And this is where I ran smack into one of my favorite modes of thinking, which you've seen before and you'll see again. So that's the belief, think, feel, act, the BTFA continuum. I'm, you know, sure you can see where I'm going with this. Maybe, maybe not. So, okay, I knew under in this situation what I should think and feel and do as a confident, a truly confident woman, right? So I would say that I was living from that place 90 of the, uh, in 90% of the areas of my life in recent years. And I would also say that I would have told you that the remaining 10% was just the acting bit, bit, that sort of fake it till you make it last bit of my growth into true confidence. Well, I fooled myself because when I kind of looked at my list and I looked at my life, the areas that popped off my list showed me something clearly. There were areas where I didn't believe, right? So I knew what to think. I knew what to, what I was supposed to feel and how I was supposed to act. But the believe part, that was getting away on me, right? And it's the BTFA. Because I didn't believe Okay, the think, feel, act part of the continuum was only a performance of confidence, not true confidence. It might be that I didn't believe myself physically good enough. And so while putting on a hell of a good show of it, I was only acting confident with my body. I could more or less mask it professionally, but personally, <laughs> nope, not even a little bit, not even a little bit. So people sensed it. That's what I was asking you to consider earlier on too. Do you sense it? I asked you to put words to what you sense, but so you can sense it. And can you articulate it? Eh, some of you can. And do you turn that evaluation upon yourself? Only the brave do. The rest of us keep ourselves focused outwards on others. So when I was faced with this embarrassing epiphany of my own, I had to ask myself why. Despite my best efforts, was I still getting stuck? And that's when the light bulb went off. Belief. I didn't believe, like I said, the things that led to the thinking, feeling, acting. So when the pressure was on, what did I do? I did what all the humans do. I reverted to what I really believed. And then, thought, felt, acted from that place. Because no matter what you do, okay, you will either think, feel, and act, or you will, and then you'll always have your belief there. You'll think it's just the think, but it's really the belief. So maybe I'll explain that a little bit better here. So hang on a second here. So when the pressure was on for me, I reverted to what I really believed, right? and thought, felt, acted from that place. 
only I was super sneaky. And this is what I was trying to say before, not very well. Um, I was super sneaky because I tricked myself into layering the performance on co of confidence on top and voila, the perfect storm of feeling like an unworthy person lurking underneath the worthy persona. So I had the performance, right? Then I had the truth. And it was when I all of a sudden started to see the two that I went, oh, oh, so um, it's insidious. <laughs> it's this kind of thing where you've got the performative and then the, the real story underneath. It's in many ways, it's worse than knowing you're not confident. So because you're acting, you're performing confident, you can convince yourself that you are confident, but you aren't but it's hard to pick that apart. So it's in many ways easier to start from I'm not confident and build it up than try to pull apart what you think is confidence and then put it back together. So this is also the source of beasts like imposter syndrome too, which we'll chat about another day. So after all of this, what's this list I was working with? The valid question. So this remember is the 10 things that truly confident women do differently list. So when I was generating the list, I was looking at it as um, an in totality model that a truly confident woman would act in ways that clearly evidenced her belief in her intrinsic worth. Okay, that's where she started from. That was the belief. It would be as a result of this automatic, authentic and unaffected. It wouldn't be formulaic, performative, or circumstantial. That's the kind of where, look at me, I am confident. And on the inside, I'm going, oh, my God. So in a truly confident woman, it would just be who she was at all times and in all contexts. Okay, so here's what I landed on. A truly confident woman speaks with conviction, listens with curiosity, forgets to be on and simply just is makes no excuses gives explanations only when she chooses embraces her unique everything body voice mission sorry message talent story style flaws dreams all of it right she gives herself grace to fall fail change rest cry and or do absolutely nothing at all she takes delight in not knowing not knowing the future, not knowing the answer, not knowing the right choice, etc. She leads by example in all that she says and does. And finally, number 10, she believes in the power of possibility, the possibility of transformation for herself and absolutely everyone and everything else. So what is the impact, right, of living in true confidence? What's the potential impact? So as always, I'm curious about the so what. So knowing all of these things is lovely, but why should you care? Why should it matter to you? So in simplest terms, having true confidence in oneself is, is the wellspring from which possibility springs. You know this to be true. Thinking about how easy, think about how easy something is uh, when you're not confident, okay? Um, how willing are are you 
to withstand failure? How persistent are you? How happy and at peace are you? Um, how much does the world seem to bend or not to your will when you're in that place? And I'm sure if you consider it, you know that life is simply easier when you're truly confident, whether that's something you've experienced or something you've witnessed in others. So all of that energy that a person can spend hiding, second guessing, procrastinating, avoiding control and compromising could be spent on possibility, right? It's a budget. You, you have 100%. How you spend those percentages, that's up to you. So then, so why, why doesn't every woman pursue true confidence at nearly all costs? I mean, what's not to love about potentially living from this place? You also know the answer to that, more versions of it. They sound a little bit like not worthy, too busy, too scary, too risky, not important enough. Others need my time, money, energy, focus more. You can't change. There's no hope for you. It's too late. You're too old. You're too young. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to start. You always fail. You secretly believe that the stories that led to your beliefs are actual truth with a capital T. The usual, right? So let's assume for a minute, we're gonna do a little thought experiment. <clears throat> let's assume for a minute that you accept everything I've said up till now. Now what? Would be my first question. Heck, it's always the question I ask next, no matter the what came before it. So for instance, returning back to what I was kind of alluding to earlier, if I say to myself, I've truly dug down and realized that there's a body confidence issue. Now what? Well, this happened. This is a true story. So here's what I did when this was my realization, um, or at least my suspicion around my beliefs. So the first thing I did is I pretended I would go on a diet. <laughs> I straightened and whitened my teeth. I got my eyebrows microbladed. Ooh. I got eyelashes. I started walking with my kids. I joined a style confidence group. I joined a challenge style group. I got branding shots done and shared them far and wide. I did a lot of work unpacking my stories around what my previous experiences meant and who decided what those experiences meant. So journaling, visualing, and so on. I started reading romance novels with, about curvy girls. I shit you not. And I started acting from the premise that attractiveness was energetic, not cosmetic. Ah, so you can see or hear from this list that I did a lot. I wish I could say there was a rhyme or reason to it, but there wasn't. So in fact, the pursuit of this pathway was not even terribly conscious. So I just knew what had happened in the past is I'd seen a picture where I looked my age and I looked dumpy and depressed. And I realized that that's not how I wanted to look because that's not how I wanted to feel. At first, I went with the idea that so many of us um, believe, which is, I, in my case, the idea that I should lose weight. So skinny people are happy and fulfilled, right? Even though, even though I've done that three times in my life and I've not been happy or fulfilled any of those three times, I still thought, oh, this time. Um, I started with the externals, right? So eyebrows and weight and all of that. And then the, the style, right? 
And then I did things privately and then I did them more publicly. I looked for support. Um, then I began the work in my head and that then I changed how I felt and I acted. It was, I was all over the road, but I got there. And I guess that's my big idea. You can get there from a lot of places, my friends, as long as you start. It takes time, persistence, support, creativity, imagination, and flexibility to make changes to your core stories and beliefs. And that's what I inadvertently went out and sought for myself. Um, and it was only when looking back that I went, oh, I actually, I did that. So um, you can do this on your own and it's hard. And you can also do this work far more consciously and likely more efficiently than me, that's for sure, with support. So I know I've come a long way, longer than I thought I had to go, actually, but I was wrong. And I know that it's a work in progress that I have to keep at. So think of it this way, or this is how I think of it. You can have a beautiful house. And in this, house, in this case, it's the house of true confidence, but it doesn't stay beautiful without maintenance, upkeep, and investment. Facts. So here's my challenge for you. Would your life, what would your life be like if you could say the following things about yourself? I'm a truly confident woman who speaks with conviction, listens with curiosity, forgets to be on and simply just is, makes no excuses, gives explanations only when she chooses, embraces her unique everything, her body, voice, message, talent, story, style, flaws, dreams, and so on, gives herself the grace to fail and fall and change and rest and cry and or do nothing at all. Uh, that takes delight in not knowing the future, the answers, the right choice, who leads by example in all that she says and does, and believes in the power of possibility of transformation for herself and absolutely everyone and everything else. What would that be like? Just ask him. So that's it for today. I'm gonna to remind you of a few things. And if you've already uh, just listened to 35, it's the same as 36, but I invite you to check out my Facebook page, T with D, so that's backslash T-E-E -E with D to follow and or like the stuff I'm talking about. Plus take the opportunity while you're there to join the Tea House, a little group I'm starting to build support and connect women interested in the sort of stuff we serve at T with D. You can also find me at LinkedIn uh, backslash T with D to see when and where I'm speaking next. Uh, check out the weekly vlogs, blogs, podcasts, a fun quiz, a reflection guide, and lots of sass on my mothership, which is www.twithd.com. So I will see you there.